Hello and welcome to episode 231 of the Pen Attic Podcast. I am your host, Brad Dowdy, not normally uh, your host of this episode. Um, our, uh, our wonderful leader, Mr. Hurley, is uh, experiencing the joys of home ownership for the first time, so he's unable to join us today, but uh, we have even a better guest than uh, Mike could ever be on this episode, and that is Anna Reinert. Say hello, Anna. Hello. Thanks for saying that, but I really can't replace Mike. I don't, <laughs> I don't nearly have the lovely accent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, th- there is something to be said for the accent. Um, you know, my kids always comment on it. Um, we were actually listening to a podcast yesterday of an interview he did. And my daughter said, is that Mike? And I said, yeah, that's Mike. And she's like, he doesn't have an accent. And I'm like, well, yeah, he does. You're just used to hearing it all the time. And, and actually, he's kind of converted. He's talked over the years how more Americanized his English has become instead of, uh, you know, traditional, you know, the Queen's English. I think it's just gotten very BBC. <laughs> uh, he's that he's that professional podcaster, and he has he has the voice of the people. He does. He does. Yeah. It's very all the rough edges have been polished off. <laughs> so, speaking of professional podcasters, I want to talk about you a minute. I mean, we have you here for a specific reason, right? I mean, we love having you all throughout Thank the you. year, but every year we do a gift guide episode of the podcast. We always have you on. It's our tradition. Um, you can never Thank stop you. doing it. Now you're stuck. So thanks. Yeah, I kind of elbowed my way in. Thanks for letting me. (laughs) Honestly, it was your idea to do the second one. Like we did the first one. Then you said, well, we should do this every year. And I was like, you know what? We should. And, you know, have that kind of consistency. Everyone loves hearing from you anyway. Um, We can't have you on enough. But there's actually other places people can hear you now. And I want you to pimp yourself for a minute and talk about what's going on at the well-appointed desk and what's going on with your wonderful art supply posse podcast real quick before we get into the gift guide stuff. Oh, thank you. Um, well, uh, well-appointed desk is moving along as always, but, um, I've been getting a little bit of help lately. Um, Tina from, uh, uh, clouds and coffee, coffee and clouds. I always mix yeah. it up. <laughs> Um, has been helping me out. She's um, doing some posts for me. She just did uh, her first uh, um, of a two-part series on brush pens. So that's been very exciting. Yeah, she's um, great. Yeah, she's awesome. And um, at Art Supply Posse, we are just chugging along. Um, we have had some special guests uh, come on. We're uh, booking lots of interviews with people. But uh, my friend Hannah was on uh, two weeks ago and, well, a, a week ago. Mm. We recorded last night, um, which we referred to as our Panzer episode. It'll come on to, today. Um, we were supposed to have uh, Mike Hawthorne on, but he came down with a terrible cold and said he sounded like Wolfman Jack. So we gave him <laughs> the, we gave him the night off. Nice. Said that we'd have him on later when he was feeling a little bit better. Um, but we have an interview coming up next week um, with Kathy Weller. Um, but yeah, so we've been booking some interviews, and that's been really fun. So. It's pretty exciting. I love that you had your husband on, husband Bob on a couple of weeks ago. I enjoyed that episode, and yeah. and I just finished uh, uh, Hannah's episode yesterday or two days ago. I think enjoyed that the the Copic discussion. That was yeah, wonderful. that was really fun. Yeah, she did a great job, and I literally roped her into it like three days in advance. <laughs> um, so yeah, she was a really good sport about that, cool. and that was the first day that um, I had my new microphone set up. So that was a kind of another Panzer episode where we were like <laughs> scrambling to set up two microphones and ended up having to set one microphone up in 
the front of my house and the other microphone up in the back of the house so we didn't have echo and so it was very weird the oh, whole house hilarious. turned into a sound studio that is awesome <laughs> i love that <laughs> well so. cool i mean you're you're as busy as ever and uh as impressive as as ever so uh keep it up for for all of our sake no pressure thank you <laughs> oh, thanks heather has to do a lot of the hard work she does all of the sound editing for um, us so yeah that's like, I'll do a lot of things. That's one thing that I, I just can't wrap my head around. Can't, uh, that's not really my forte. I think I would, uh, have, I would struggle a little bit with that, but, uh, we'll see. Yeah. One thing we don't struggle with is, uh, talking about pens and paper. So let's get into this gift guide for 2017 Absolutely. holiday season. 2016. Oh, that. So yeah, Mike, Mike tricked me here. Mike put this document together. So thanks, Mike, for uh, messing that up. I'm just reading off the document. So now I've changed that to the 2016 holiday gift guide. And I was actually hoping that Mike wouldn't be involved at all because Anna and I would have just made stuff up for him throughout this whole thing and would have gotten him in really, really big trouble. Because oh. I think his his pick for standard pen would be Bix, right? <laughs> right. So I would have picked um, Retro 51 for every topic, even like paper and ink. I would have just gone with Retro 51 for everything. But um, he uh, he actually did work for this episode. He put in all of his picks. And we'll do these by category, you know, standard pen, fountain pen. We'll go through them as we, as we do. And um, he, he put in his choices. So we can at least make fun of him um, if we need to. We'll, we'll make fun of them, but <laughs> yeah. So like, like big stick for everything. Yeah. So our our first our first uh, topic is standard pen, and this was actually my most difficult one. Um, I think out of the entire thing, Mike, of course, um, right in the document it says retro fifty one forever. So you can't really argue with that. And to be perfectly honest, I was going to go with a very specific retro fifty one, and this is before I, I'd seen anyone's picks. I, I assumed Mike would pick that. That was that was kind of a given, right? Yeah. But there was a very specific one I wanted to choose for mine, and it was a Retro 51. They did a Sterling Silver um, Tornado Slims model this year called the Deco Tower. And I didn't put it in because it's kind of hard to find. Um, so I didn't make that my pick. But there are a few available. We'll have some links in the show notes. Like I found it at Farney's. Um, it's like $140. It's a very expensive pen, but it is made out of silver, sterling silver pen. It's beautiful. Um, our friend Mike Dudek reviewed it earlier this year. I was super jealous. It's a beautiful pen. So that Mike, is a beautiful. Yeah. So so that that looks like an Anna pen, to be quite honest. I've I have eyeballed it. Yeah. And uh but you're right, it's really hard to find and it's one of those things where it's like a hundred and forty dollars mm-hmm. for a basically a ballpoint. I'm like right. I just have a hard time justifying that purchase. Yeah, that's what kept me away too. Um, yeah. Because it's the the tornado slims use a different refill than the regular tornadoes, which is uses uses the uh, the Schmidt Rollerball instead of the Schmidt Ballpoint refill. So I'm sure there's things you can do, and we're actually going to talk about some refills, uh, especially since you're the refill guru, and I already have that uh, in the link, and and I'm going to hit it now because my pick for standard pen was the Big Eye Design Ti Arto, and that's because it takes all the refills that's pretty amazing it and it works yeah have you have you gotten a hold of one yet i haven't had one yet so funny story about that they sent me a prototype and it really really works like it legitimately works on anything i put into it so when it came up on kickstarter i backed it as well so i have one coming that one 
it's closed out and you know they're shipping soon and i put it in the list even though it's not available yet they're shipping at the end of november so you can still get it for the holidays so i gave this one to jeff at work one day i said here why don't you i i bought one i have one coming they gave me this one so why don't you go play with it and he started playing with it and he's like later that night he texts me he's like oh my god it takes d1 refills so like it can fit anything he was like messing around with it so excited he posted it up on his personal instagram um which is jeffrey seamster and he tagged the big eye design guys and chadwick replied to him he's like hey where did you get this pen because I think he only had one or two prototypes at the time, and he sent me one. They weren't out in the wild. And here's this random guy tagging him, hey, check out my T-I-R <laughs> Excuse me. So Chadwick had uh, had emailed him, and then Jeff Jeff um, connected the dots for him. And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> you work with Brad. I'm like, okay. So, yeah, it, it was funny. But it, it, it really holds everything. Yeah. Um, I was so jealous you got a you got a copy of that one because I really wanted to I wanted to put it through its paces. But I did back that on the Kickstarter, so I'm very excited to get a hold of one of them yeah, and it's, try it out. It's really cool. It absolutely works. Um and it works well. Like there's no I mean there's there's like no fuss with it. Once you get the refill locked in, I mean you're like done. Enjoy the pen and and the refill. And I'll, I'm linking to your wonderful epic uh, refill reference guide because all of those refills are going to fit this pen. So That's awesome. if you want to see what awesome refills are out there, go go check out Anna's blog and like um, one of the. I, I have a shortcut built in even for that link because I I use it so much. So I have like a text expander shortcut. I uh, awesome. I use to send people that link so I don't have to go hunt it down every time. I should I should probably do one. What's your pick for standard pen? I I, I tried not to look at your list. It's kind of hard not to. And and this one surprised me. I, I was not familiar with this one very much. Um, this was the one that um I got from uh Goldspot Pens when we were in DC. Mm-hmm. Um, he uh he brought me one while we were there. Um, that I had etched with a well appointed desk. Oh, but it's nice. the Cross Century uh, Select Tip rollerball the cross century too um it is the cross does a couple different like rollerball but this particular one the select tip takes both a rollerball and a felt tip and so in comparison and what i was looking for really was because i knew i knew mike would pick (laughs) the retro 51 and we picked the retro 51 last year and i was like i want to wanted to pick something that was a little bit different and i the, if I had thought of the uh, um, the big eye design TI Artro, I probably would have picked that too because mm. that's pretty. That is an amazing opportunity. But the cross, the nice thing with the cross century too is that's something that you could potentially pick up like at a Staples or you know an Office Max. Um, but it's a pen. Um, it's capped, but because it will take a felt tip refill or a roller ball, so you do have that opportunity to switch back and forth. So while it doesn't give you the option of a ton of different refills, it does give you that possibility of switching back and forth between rollerball or felt tip. Um, but I now have, I think I have four of them. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, because I've just, I keep picking them up. Uh, so I just got one from Anderson Pens. They had like new old stock mm-hmm. from a shop that they acquired, like old stock that had gone out of business, but it was like a, um, a gray, it's like a, gray color with like little dots all over it so it kind of looks like 
almost like space. I, I don't know which model it was, but they had a few of them still in their shop. But then I have the blue one that I got from Goldspot that he etched that then vanished. I don't know if you heard the story. No. But right after I got back from D.C., it vanished completely. I've never lost a pen before. And this pen disappeared. And I'm like, seriously, the one that actually essentially had my name on it right. <laughs> disappeared for like two months, could not find it. So I emailed him and I'm like, I have to buy another one. <laughs> like, I cannot find it. No sooner did I order another one that the pen turned up. Oh, wow. In a bag that I bought after I came back from D.C. So it was like something I had purchased that never like had never had contact with our trip to DC, the DC pen show. So I'm like, I don't know how that pen got in that bag. Like it was like the magic bag. So now now I have have two two of them. (laughs) Two, like the blue, they're like blue metallic, like, um, yeah, the color's like a frosted finish. Yeah. So how was the felt tip refill? Have you tried that? Um, yeah, I have the refill, the fine tip and I've, I have had the refill in both blue and black and I really like it. It's yeah. very comparable to um, like the, uh, what's the refill? The one that everybody uses. The uh, uh, Mont Blanc Sakura. has the fine, uh, I was oh, thinking the... like a Sakura Pigma Micron. Oh, it's yeah, pretty yeah, close. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, great. It's pretty comparable. Um, and again, it's like a refill that you could pick up at any big box store. Cool. So yeah, so the, the one that I will provide a link for for, um, for the show notes, um, Goldspot has for like on sale for like $30. So it's like very inexpensive way to get into it but they also have one that's 10 karat gold solid gold oh wow <laughs> there's like 200 dollars, so you know you can go either way well you can get the i, I like the uh i like the, the fact that you, you can get it engraved too or you know yeah. have a logo design or something put on it that's kind of cool mm-hmm. yeah it's just kind of fun all right so let's break into this this fountain pen and we're going to take this one together um we, we did our lists independently and we kind of landed on the same thing for fountain pen, which actually I kind of surprised myself on this. I was like, this is the one thing that really sticks in my head. And then you kind of had this, you were kind of thinking along the same line. So what do you have for fountain pen? I put the Twisby Eco in lime green. <laughs> and I put the Twisby Eco in lime green. <laughs> what, what, what makes you, uh, what makes you like this pen? It is like from the standpoint of, like an entry level pen it is reasonably priced it's a night it works well it has a good nib it's kind of got all of the components it's an opportunity to come in and get um a piston filler for under 30 dollars like you kind of can't go wrong you can switch out the nibs should you get one that you're you decide oh i'm not sure i like the medium i'd like to try something different like kind of can't go wrong yeah and it's just fun as hell it's good looking it's cool every time i see a picture of it i'm like man that is a good looking pen and that lime green just pops and like you said the the nib thing was a consideration for me you can go all the way from extra fine to stubs right i mean it's got everything and someone who has never used a fountain pen will love it Someone who has 20 fountain pens would love it, you know, paired with a, a bottle of ink, which we may we may tempt you uh, in our next category. I mean, it's kind of like the perfect Christmas gift, I think, this year. 
Yeah. I mean, if you if you have if you know somebody who already has a bunch of fountain pens, it is kind of one of those things that it would make a great little stocking stuffer Mm because it's not super expensive, you know, but or if you're trying to, you know, intrigue someone into fountain pens, I did a a fountain pen day um, kind of thing at work where I laid out all well, not all, but most of my fountain pens for people at work to try. And um, I happened to have the Twisby Eco was one of the ones amongst them. And I kept watching people pick it up. (laughs) And that was sort of like, as I was trying to make this list, I was like, how do you like of all the fountain pens, like, how do you pick one to recommend to people? And I kept watching people pick that one up. And saying that they really liked it. And these were people who did not have experience with fountain pens. And saying, wow, this writes a lot nicer than I thought it would. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know? And it's like, of the pens that they picked up, they picked up that one. And people kept picking up my sailors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that probably would have been my second choice. But uh, I was trying to go off the board a little bit. Yeah. So yeah, One of the sailor, you know, pro gears, something like that, with the, with the really neat, really cool colors. Yep, that was my other side of it. It's like, if you wanted to go, like, High end, you know, if you don't have a sailor, put that on your your Christmas wish <laughs> right, list. Right, Mike actually covered us with the high end and the fountain pens, and I thought it was a really good idea. He says, get yourself a nice acrylic pen. So there, there's lots of choices. You can go all over the world with these things, and he listed a few. And there's the list is 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 short. There's there it's not exhaustive at all. But you're looking at Carolina Pen Company. Twist Pens, which is one he recently bought at the uh, London Pen Show. Kenalea Pen Co., which has the really, really beautiful acrylics. Newton Pens, you can go. Edison Pens, you know, any, there's so many cool acrylics that you can, if you're looking for something very specific for someone and you have an idea of what they like, you can really, really set the bar high getting them uh, something that, that fits their personality by going with a nice acrylic pen. And it just tickles me that Mike has sort of kind of really reached into these like beautiful colored acrylic pens. Yeah. Because I think when he kind of started out, he was, he sort of went with very sedate colors in the pens that he was choosing. Yeah. Mostly black, I think even like super traditional. Gray, silver Mm -hmm. kind of. And it's now all of a sudden he's like. I like all these crazy colors and yeah. it's just fun to watch him just sort of explore <laughs> and and kind of go nuts, which is really cool. Yeah. He's, he's, he's coming around. I think it's Jonathan Brooks fault when he, he bought that pen from him in Atlanta and then let him name the color. So he thinks he's Mr. Hot stuff now. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, it's awesome. Yeah. I'll never live that down. So if we're going to fill one of these pens we just bought, um, it, it's funny. All of these, inks are wonderful in their own right they would all look amazing in the twisby eco lime green so i'm gonna go first this time do it and i got a sample of this ink from a friend at the san francisco pen show and it's papier plume sazerac now at the time he he said brad you have to see this ink i tried it and i was like wow this is me this is like perfect and he said awesome i'll give you a sample but just know they only made 50 bottles and they're not available anymore. I was like, you are killing me. <laughs> it's like, you're teasing me with this sample, but you can't have it. You know, you can't go out and order it. Well, it's back. So I, I'd been talking to Renzo at Papier Plume over the last couple months. And Sazerac is back as part of a New Orleans ink collection. 
it's this killer color that is very sailor apricot ish but it's not as bright it has more of a caramel tone to it it's got the slightest hint of caramel in it and it's fantastic it's you know i don't want to proclaim it a number one type of ink you know i i do those things too much you know i'm very guilty at saying this is the best i i, so I love funny. this yeah i love this ink you know i love my oranges and this is just one of the most you know, you look at it one second, you think this is a straight up orange. You look at it five seconds later and you see like five different colors in it. It's kind of amazing. I, I really, really love it. It's dirt cheap too. I don't know what size this bottle is. I'll have to look at it, but it's probably a 30 milliliter bottle, but it's eight bucks. And the bottle has like this wax seal on the top of it. Um, it looks beautiful. Yeah. And you can actually get like a whole set. There's five inks in the New Orleans collection. Um, some very, um, you know, local flavor. It's got some Mardi Gras colors in it and a lot of things that mean mean things to the city papier plumes based in new orleans so um it's really cool highly recommend that ink well and that that whole collection would make a great gift for someone who is either from new orleans or has some connection emotional connection to the city exactly exactly and that's why i'm such a fan of it too that's i I was born and raised in baton rouge louisiana new orleans has a you know i have a soft spot for new orleans in my heart so uh this this actually not know that yeah yeah so this actually uh means something to me on on another level besides just being a killer ink that's awesome all right so what do you have for ink um, I could not pick just one. <laughs> I almost went with one of these from there. You can imagine which one. I can. Um, I picked the entire new line of uh, Sailor Gentle, the Four Seasons line. Yeah. I am so bad. I bought all of them in the full-size bottles. <laughs> so th- they out they outdid themselves this time, to be they perfectly really, honest. They really, really did. Last, it, it was kind of a downer last year when they came out, when they ripped up their existing lineup and replaced it with eight new inks and they were just kind of bleh yeah not this time new nope i i really like them all i just i i got all of them uh in my initial order except for the orange the kin mokuse Mm -hmm. um which um was sold out when i placed (laughs) my order so it's it should be in my mailbox today so i'll have my reviews up shortly um but I did swabs of everything else. And actually, my uh, um, my eco is filled with one of the greens mm. right now. I can't remember because both of the greens are a little on the yellowish side. There's okay. two of them. One was darker, like more of a deep mossy. And the other one is um, more of a yellow green color. Gotcha. But they're all really nice. And Sailor Gentle inks perform so well. Um, but yeah, I'm not going to. It's one of those things like if you want want them all, it's I think it's worth making the investment, maybe buy a bottle a bottle a month until you have them all right. or pick your favorite colors, but all of them have swatched really beautifully. Um I'm not I haven't been disappointed in any of the colors yet. So They're just all really, really pretty. <laughs> so besides the the Ken Makuse, which I obviously love, the one that's speaking to me and I'd love to hear you 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 say about it is the new purple and, and I'm I'm blanking on the name as I as I rush to go look it up. And um, the it wasn't it wasn't one. the pure purple. It was kind of the purplish gray. There's one that's like a very 
purpley purple, right? And then there's one that's a little bit different. Um, there's there is actually a gray, and I'm looking. Maybe that's my what I'm thinking. Were laying on my desk a second ago. Mm-hmm. I tried to clean up before I did the podcast because my desk was a shambles. <laughs> oh, was the shoe the shoe chew shoe is what the gray is, okay. and it is actually more of a gray color. Okay. Um, which is really nice, but it is more on the gray side. It's okay. like a warm gray. Cool. Um, but the purple is actually much more of a purple. Yeah. That's the Fuji, uh, Fuji Musumi. Okay. So Musume. I'm, I'm definitely thinking of the gray cause I knew it was like a really, really short name. So yeah, yeah. that's the one I want to try. That one's kind of yeah. speaking to me. It looks like it's a, it's a pretty unique color. I, I like yeah, that shade. It's so it's, yeah, it's more of a warm gray, mm-hmm. but yeah, definitely. Because that was one I was really looking forward to getting was that warm gray. Because I really do like gray ink for some reason. Yeah. And uh, I, grays are not easy to get in a traditional, like straight up gray. We always have an issue with that when we do pen shows. I'm like, Anna, come help me find a gray. <laughs> yeah. And um, the Sakura Mori looks mm-hmm. really good in the Sailor Love. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's just so you know. Yeah. Speaking of which. Let's talk about Califolio Andronople, which is Mike's pick. Um, if there's anyone that can talk about that ink color, it's you and I. Yeah. Um, are you still using uh, Andronople very much? I do. I use yeah. it all the time, and it's I keep so switching good. it around. Like, it goes in all sorts of pens. Right. It's just a good ink, and it's a color that will just give you joy. It's it is because it's not a, it's not like a bright fuchsia y pink. Mm-hmm. It's so like I don't feel like it's a super girly pink. Mm-hmm. It's it's just a really nice color. I think it's especially as we're moving into cold, dark, dank, wintry mm-hmm. days. I think it's just a great color to sort of lift people's spirits. Yeah, it just is. It goes in anything. The Califolo inks are so well behaved, kind of like Sailor. We talk about that about Sailor a lot. How just of a ease of use and maintenance the sailorings mm-hmm. are i have the same experience with uh, anything califolio i agree yeah i've not had any problem with the califolio inks and i think they're just not as well known so people haven't had as much experience with them yep. but yep agree i kind of think of califolio inks are like if jay herban made well-behaved inks yeah I, i'd <laughs> say that's very accurate very accurate and uh branched out with their colors a little bit besides the yeah. sparkly stuff yeah, there's there's Jay Herbon's uh, stock lineup. I don't think has changed since I've actually been doing this. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but Jay Herbon, the their inks are so widely available. I think yeah. everybody's familiar with them, yeah. but they tend to be real runny, and they spread a lot. But everybody's kind of familiar with them, and you're always like, oh, that gray's really pretty. Oh, wait, no, it's really really pale. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the Califolios though, they seem to be a lot better behaved. Yep. yep but totally they clean agree. up really easy and just don't cause me as much heartache nope nope and that's 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 what we need all right so let's jump into paper and mike um he he pulled this one out of the ether on me i didn't see this coming from him he went with the seven seas crossfield which is a fantastic journal it's um from nanami paper and it's tomoe river bound into an a5 size grid journal which i love the paper i love the grid um, the binding of this one is really, really nice. Have you had anything like this? Have you had this journal or, or one similar to it now that they've kind of become a little bit more available? They're not the easiest things to get your hands on. I have not. Um, I cut the, um, all of the, um, those, 
I, I haven't done any of the Seven Seas mm-hmm. books yet, um, just because a lot of that um, that paper because uh, because it's the ink takes so long to dry on yeah. it. I being left handed, I tend to smear it. So I usually only use that paper if it's in what do you call them traveler's notebooks um in traveler's notebooks because they're they're really short and skinny (laughs) yeah so it's less paper it dries faster (laughs) yeah it's not a um as amazing as tomoe river is to me it's not an all-day everyday paper say like a rhodia right it's just yeah which rhodia takes forever to dry too it's it's a little different but um if you want to see what your inks can do what they're really capable of that Tomoe River brings out the best in, in a lot of inks. Yeah, it really does. He did mention the Field Notes front page edition, which is the permanent byline edition. Mm-hmm. If there's a better stocking stuffer on this list, I'd like to know what it is. I mean, it's it's built for stockings, right? <laughs> it really is. It's designed to fit in a, in a stocking. <laughs> yep, and I think uh, even people who don't know anything about paper would uh, appreciate seeing that. Um, what did you what did you pick for paper? I actually picked a traveler's notebook because you can pick what kinds of paper you want to put in there. Um, so if a classic traveler's notebook like the tall skinny design isn't to your liking, um, I really like uh, Foxy Fix, mm-hmm. which makes um, a bazillion different sizes of leather covers so they make them to fit like a field note size they make them to fit an a5 they make a bunch of other sizes as well they do the passport size um the website takes a little while to sort of navigate and figure out what all her different sizes are Mm -hmm. Um, but they she even makes them like extra thick so if you want to put a ton of different notebooks in you can Um, they add pockets on the inside you can pick your stitching colors um she has great colors as well. Great ex- crazy colors. colors. Yeah. yeah, they have like you know worn leather looks or real you know to the really simple kind to these really complex designs. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can also get like wallet inserts and zip pencil case inserts and everything. So lots of different options. But I think those are really cool. And then you know you can you know if you want the field notes ones, you can just put your field notes in there or. If you do the A5, you can put yours in there. Nice, nice. Maybe I should get one of those. <laughs> People, uh, we're, we're going to, uh, I've been working on that one for years. One, one of these days, it's going to happen. So we actually, we did a paper mock-up yesterday, which I shouldn't even say because people just yell at me. <laughs> When's it coming? Brad. Do one out of uh, um, fabric instead of out of leather. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But I, I think like the Traveler's Notebook, that setup and the things around it make wonderful, wonderful gifts for, for anyone. It's such a cool system, um, super flexible. You can really personalize it to make it, you know, a you notebook, like it fits you, fits your style, personality, things yeah. like that. And it's and throughout the year, you can kind of change what you put in it depending on kind of what you're working on. Mm-hmm. So if you're in a stretch where you're doing a lot of stuff at work, you can put work notebooks in it. If you're traveling, you know, on vacation, you can take the work notebooks out and put your travel journal in, you know, so you're not carrying things you don't need, which I, I always like. Um, but uh, 
I had mine at work and somebody saw it. And then literally two weeks later, they came in with the one that they had ordered. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. So it's like they kind of sell themselves once people see them, which is kind of cool. Yeah. I went ultra traditional with my pick, but with an untraditional brand. This is your traditional black A5 hardbound notebook. And it's the Apica Premium CD A5. And I've had this book for months and I haven't written a review about it. And I keep saying I'm going to do it and I keep putting it off, but I also keep filling this book up. It's the nicest paper I've used in a traditional like black notebook. It handles everything very, very well. It's nicer than Rhodia paper in that it dries quicker, but handles the ink similarly. There's no bleed, no ghosting, no anything. It's only kicker is it's expensive. Like it's a $35 standard notebook, which all things considered is probably about two times what the majority of like your Leuch terms, Moleskines, things like that go for. But it's the holidays and you can ask for the fancy notebook. And, you know, externally, it doesn't necessarily impress. impress. It's a traditional black notebook. It has a nice little... um little um, binding cord for the exterior and you know it's got the you know it's got the bookmark very thin bookmark but the paper spectacular um the i there it comes in graph lined and plain the graph lines are like a light gray they're subtle they're not too dark um i have just been very very impressed i talk about this notebook whenever i can i should get off my behonkas and uh, review this thing <laughs> once and for all because it is that good um it's just expensive so now's now's the time of year you want to uh <laughs> ask for this notebook <laughs> all right oh, to, to my point with the with the foxy fix or um you know some other brand of traveler's notebook um you can actually get one of the um, soft cover versions of the A5 for a dollar seventy five yeah. and stick it inside. So <laughs> nice, I like it. All right, so there were there were two givens on this list. I actually thought there'd be three with Mike. You know, the Retro Fifty One. I thought he might go Fuyugaki uh, for the ink because I, I forgot about how much he likes the Andronopal. That was new to him. But the other given was in our pencil category, and everyone stayed along with me. Rotring 600. I should have I guessed that one. Yeah. I really thought, yeah. And you know what? I think this is actually a better choice than the Retro 51. I, for me personally, it's super classic. It's going to last a decade or more. It's just that good of a mechanical pencil. And if you have someone that's into the more technical side of things, like if you're buying a gift for someone you don't necessarily know is into pens and paper and stationery, like at the level we are, but you know they're into design or engineering or architecture, anything on the more technical side of the ledger, this pencil is going to do nothing but impress in my book. Um, it's it's a pencil I love. I know Mike loves it. It's about the only thing he uses in there's really not a better mechanical pencil choice in my book. No, oh, it's a it's a great one. I even have one, so. Yeah, nice. And uh yeah, I I have one. I have the silver one and um uh, I it it never gets old. It's just a classic. It's like the Lamy 2000, you know, um uh, the uh the the pencil is is just that good. So I, yeah. I I want you to talk about yours first before I get into mine. Um because uh, you you go ahead. You tell us what it is and then I have a question. Okay, I put the the Baron Fig Archer. Um, I did get 
a a lovely dozen of the um, the new Baron Fig Archer pencils. Mm-hmm. Um, and from the standpoint of making a lovely gift, they come in that great tube. Yeah. Which, um, from again, from the standpoint of makes an awesome stocking stuffer, this was designed for that. That's purpose. true. That's true. I might not have. Uh, there's there's definitely more than the uh, the uh, the field notes. Um, I want to call it byline the front page. You know, that's the yeah. the archer is perfect for that, isn't it? Yeah, and um, the pencils are are beautiful. They write very nicely. Um, they're really classic, and um, it's something that people ha- probably have not had in their hands yet or seen yet. So yeah. I think it's something that people would, you know, again, if they got them as a gift, they'd be like, "Wow, these are really cool. Thanks." You know, they're just they're neat. They're um, there's something new and interesting and people haven't had a chance to try them yet. And I think it, it's a, this is a great opportunity to sort of introduce people to a new product and something they haven't tried. Yeah. So my question is, what's the feel like the texture on the pen, pencil, like as opposed to like a glossy paint job? It's not that right. No, it isn't. It's kind of, it almost has like a soft, I would, I wouldn't, I don't want to say soft touch, but mm-hmm. they're not slippery, mm-hmm. but they're not sticky. Yeah, it's 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 almost hard to describe until you've had one in your hand. Yeah, and that's what that's what I need to do. I need to I need to get some. I'm actually holding off. I want to see what the the first limited edition they launch for that one is because that's actually yeah. out of their subscriptions. That's I'm actually more interested in the pencil one than than just about anything. Yeah, and I think yeah, I think there's the most room for experimentation exactly. at a reasonable at a reasonable price because they can change the finish. They can change the look of the pencil without a big, I mean like, you know, yeah. With the archers, like that case that yeah, like there's room right there to turn that, those 12 pencils into colored pencils, like immediately. Yeah. Like, why not make each one of those a different color? Right. Lead done. Right. So, so yeah, so, I think that's yeah, a I'll, great gift idea. Yeah, I think those will be really fun. I'm yeah, I'm definitely curious. I might do that subscription. I'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, that's like I said. I told Mike when we were talking about it last week. I said like that's the one that intrigues me. Like if I had to pick one of these. Um, so what I chose was actually something I wouldn't have chose except the gang at CW Pencils um, sent me the High Uni Twenty Two Pencil Art Set. So this thing ranges from. 10B to 10H. And let me tell you, you haven't lived until you've tried a 10H pencil. <laughs> is, th- is that like writing with a nail? <laughs> Pretty much. It's like, you know those, you know those, um, those, uh, what do they call them? The graphite-less pens that are like the metal. Um, it's yes. probably like that, except in a very, very sharp tip. Like the, those things with the graphite-less pencils, they're, the tips are very rounded. They write a hugely wide line. Like you can't bear, you can barely see your writing. You just, you pick up that thing and you just laugh. But at the same time, like this is kind of cool. It's like the, the most I can regularly write with is about 4H. Um, you're starting to, you know, I'm old enough to where I can't see <laughs> that shade on the paper. 10H is a completely different level, but I just think it's it's a fun set to play around with, you know, especially if you're an artist, which I'm not, you know, this you could actually use for tools, tools of the trade. You know, mm-hmm. it's a great 
sampling of that. You go from like the darkest and softest to the hardest and finest um, leads. And I just think it's kind of a cool range to hit those extremes. Like if you're going to buy individual pencils, like you can get on the hardness side, maybe up to 2H and on the softest side, like 4B maybe, like easily. Um, and this really expands beyond both of those ends by a, a huge amount. So it's fun. It's it's a fun set to play around with. Yeah, and it, it would make a great gift for anybody that you know who likes to draw. And yeah, so yeah, this one you this would be a specific gift for someone who who you like you you need to know the answer for. Like it's not uh, more generic like the Rotring, which a lot of people love, or the. A dozen archer pencils which anyone could appreciate this one would be lost on someone who didn't really know or you you knew you know wasn't necessarily into art or or different things but uh it's it's really really cool i've had uh, a lot of fun with it and i need to uh again review that (laughs) at some point i understand i have a whole laundry basket of things that need to be reviewed they've actually had to move into a laundry basket because i didn't have a box big enough yep so i i took a picture i have like a bin where i like to be reviewed <laughs> it keeps filling up keeps filling up yep, yep. So, so do you want to tell everybody about harry's i do because if you want another gift that is so perfect for stockings or hiding under a tree or just kind of the ultimate little, you know, one more thing kind of gift that is, uh, you know, really good for anyone. Um, you have to try our friends at Harry's. Oh, hello, dear listener. It's me, Mike. I'm here. I made it just for this one little moment. It's way later in the evening. Uh, Brad and Anna have done a great job with this week's episode. And I was just putting it together, and I I felt like I had to come and say hello to you all. So I'm going to tell you about Harry's real quick. This episode is brought to you by our friends at Harry's. As Brad mentioned, they are a great gift at any time of the year, really, because Harry's make incredible products. And now it can be even a great gift to you. And Harry's are going to be giving you the ability to try out their products for free with their amazing free trial set that comes with a razor, five-blade cartridge, and shaving gel. It's free for you when you sign up for a Harry's shave plan. All you need to do is pay $3 for shipping. Well, what are you going to get with Harry's? You're going to get a great shave every time. You're going to get products that feel good, not just on your skin, but in your hands. I love the way all their stuff looks. Their new uh, textured razor handle that they have feels really great. It's nice and easy to grip onto even when your hands are wet. Then talking about how good their products feel i mean you have to start with the blade right you have to think about how that good that blade is they have a softer flex hinge now so it glides more comfortably on the skin they have a trimming blade to get those hard to reach places and a lubricating strip so everything feels nice and soft and smooth at all times harry's believes in the quality of their razors they guarantee that quality you'll get a full refund if you're not happy harry's offers a high quality shave at about half the price of other big brand blades and that's why on average and every Everyday Shaver will save $150 each year on blades when they use Harry's. They have a really simple online ordering process. Everything is amazing with this company. Go to harrys.com right now and enter the code PENADDICT to check out to claim your free trial set. And because you're a listener of this show, you'll also get a bonus post-shave balm added to your order for free. All you need to do is pay the shipping. That's H-A-R-R-Y-S.com, code PENADDICT to get your free trial set and free post-shave bomb thank you so much to harry's for the continued support of this show and relay fm so 
Harry's would fall into our accessory category, I think. I think um, so. So my pick is not actually a Harry's razor, even though it could be. So what's your what's your pick for accessory? I'm not entirely sure if it qualifies an accessory, but every year for the holidays, I feel like that's the time of year where one everybody asks me about planners and calendars. Um, so my accessory is that planner, that organizer, the calendar thing. So um, the one that I picked was the uh, Kickstarter one, the Write Your Own Adventure mm-hmm. planner, which is uh, was designed by a woman in Australia. Um, and it's available. I think you can pre-order if you didn't get in on the Kickstarter. Um, she's done two versions. I think one is in gray and one is in like a blush pink color. Um, but if that one isn't sort of to your taste or to your gifties taste, there's always the custom agendio, which is um, a basically it's a build it yourself and then they print it for you um, and it comes in a bunch of different sizes. Um, so you can build like you can choose which size you want and then you can decide what page layout you want and you can pick what color you want the type printed in and what font you want it in and then you can even add your own you can pick what holidays you want listed so if you're in the United States you can pick U.S. holidays if you're in Canada or if you want like I have them add um, like Chinese holidays because we work with Asia so I have them add like Chinese New Year so I know when our Chinese partners are on vacation, so I know, okay, I'm not going to get in touch with anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, if you're in other countries, you can have them add those holidays. You can actually add in your own personal holidays. You can have your your birthday, your family's anniversaries and birthdays added in, um, other kinds of events. And then um, what I discovered is this would be the second year that I've done the Agendio one. It saves all of the information you put in last year. So... This year, all I have to do is add new stuff. So all the holidays and events that I put in last year, it keeps all of those. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So those are pretty cool options for agendas, calendars. And I totally totally think that falls in the accessory category, too. I mean, it is. It's usually because it's usually the in addition to what you're normally carrying. If you're carrying a mm -hmm. notebook, you might have a planner as well, you Mm -hmm. know, and uh I think in the past we've actually uh, recommended like the standard memorandum notebooks that Word does yeah. with uh, John Contino. Mm-hmm. It's just a little like uh, pocket, little slim pocket, uh, you know, calendar, which is uh, very, very cool. Yeah. And Agendio also will um, print uh, the sheets that'll fit into like a Filofax or one of the other brands. Oh, nice. Yeah. So you can actually just have them print the pages that'll fit in whichever size planner you have. So if you have a specific size you like. So both options. Very cool. Yeah. That, I, I like that. The, um, the write your own adventure planner. I mm-hmm. love the bottom tab index. That's really good. I, I, yeah. I like that better than the side tabs. I don't know why it just, I don't, I guess there's no particular effective reason, but for some reason that looks good aesthetically to me. Yeah. I liked how open the page designs were mm-hmm. with the write your own adventure. Like basically it's just like, they basically put like lines down the middle you know, kind of to break up the page. And then they're like, pretty much everything else is up to you. Right. It was like very open-ended kind of thing. So I'm hoping her whole design works out. Um, I've been getting like the updates saying like they they went to the printers. Everything looks like it's going well. They're going to ship out, I think, 
sort of first week of December. So it's like, fingers crossed, they were concerned like that the tabs, like that they could do the tabs and that everything was going to work out. So it's like, my fingers are crossed that, you know, like with all Kickstarter projects, like, hope everything works out. Uh, Right, right, right. (laughs) Yeah, we're working on that too. So. so I picked the Coombe Masterpiece Sharpener, which has been a hit in the pencil world for several years, and it's finally getting a little bit more exposure. The availability is becoming a little bit greater uh, from Coombe. I guess they're manufacturing more. Um, this is a little pencil sharpener. It's a two-step pencil sharpener where you can end up with a very long point, which is what I like in my pencil. So you you initially put it in, you know, slot one for, you know, the general sharpening, sharpening up your barrel, um, uh, of the pencil, then two kind of refines the, uh, graphite core into the dagger sharp, uh, pencil. And, uh, it's just really cool. It's, it, it comes with its own little accessory pouch. It's like a little, uh, neoprene pouch that you slide this in. Um, it just works really, really well. It's, uh, it's metal. It's, uh, what's it made of? Magnesium. So, and it comes with extra blades, a couple extra blades, so you can swap them out. If you're into pencils at all, um, this is a great thing to have in your bag or backpack anytime you're carrying uh, around. It's wonderfully portable. It's actually very, very small, and it works fantastically. So, I think that's just a great, great little accessory to add in for anyone who you know that's a uh, wooden pencil lover out there. And I actually use the first step just to sharpen colored pencils. I don't use the second step to get the, so that they don't get too sharp because then they'll break. Exactly. So I had this conversation with my kids a couple of weeks ago. We were coloring. Um, we had all our coloring books out and I had um, all the um, colored pencils out and they started sharpening them like that, like with the very, very pointy tips. I'm like, let's, let me show you something and how this works and why this is helpful for colored pencils. So that's a great point. I, I like that. All right. So Mike chose... Um, God, Mike, Mike did a good job for not being here. He chose, like if you're buying one of the acrylic pens from one of these companies, get an acrylic pen stand made that either matches or favors your pen. You can, um, you know, have it set up on your desk. You can use it as a pen rest for your pen. Um, Jonathan Brooks makes some really cool designs. I have one of his that I, I actually don't keep uh, one of my Brooks pens in it. And I keep my pen type B from CWNT in it because I have that on my desk all the time. And it, it's very cool and I use it all the time. But that I actually use pen stands very much on my desk. I like the look, feel. It's something unique. You can't just go to necessarily just an online retailer and get a unique pen stand. You got to get them from one of these manufacturers who are using really extra parts of their blanks that they probably have lying around and they're turning them into something very cool and useful for all of us pen geeks out there. That's a great idea. And it probably also uses up excess material that might otherwise be um, thrown away. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. So I, I love it. And I think that's a great idea. I need to, I keep telling myself to pick up an like every time I go to a show, I should come home with like one more pen stand. I just think they're cool and uh, I, I need to start doing that. So I don't have enough. All right. So we kind of covered the the main topics and I wanted to give room for essentially one more thing. You know, just what's something we haven't covered that maybe doesn't fall cleanly into one of these categories. And Mike being the guy that he is knowing that I won't talk about it. Mike says to go buy pen addict merch. 
<laughs> over Total it. pimp machine. <laughs> he is the pimp machine, which, uh, you know, he knows that I wouldn't put that down. But uh, even though I, I'm trying to get better at, at doing the self-pimping thing, you got to do it sometimes, right? So um, at uh, at the Panatic shop, I have a bunch of swag stuff, you know, T-shirts, coasters that uh, you and your wonderful husband uh, printed for me, which are just amazing. They're all laying around all my, my house right now, just everywhere. Um, stickers, things like that. And especially, I think um, the Panatic membership would make actually a very good gift. And I'm going to do a post on this coming up very soon um, about what the membership entails and... Um, it's it's been fun to do. It's been an interesting first year of this and committing to a membership and committing to extra work every week. And it's worked out really well. And the people who are members um, have had nothing but nice things to say. So hopefully that's something you'll consider um, as a gift this year. So you pick something that I want to talk about more uh, for your one more thing. So uh, let, let's hear what you got. Um, I put down subscriptions. Mm -hmm. Um, There are so many subscriptions available nowadays that um, I think make great gifts because they end up coming to people um, kind of all year long or maybe for three months or maybe for six months or, you know, I mean, because a lot of subscription services uh, now give you the option, you know, depending on which service you pick, um, you know, you can do you know, a half a year subscription with some services. But I mean, when you talk about things like the Field Notes uh, Colors Edition, um, Baron Fig now has all of the subscriptions that I know you talked about, mm-hmm. what, maybe a week or two ago. Yep, um, Write Notepads has their subscription service. Um, Art Snacks does their subscription, which is uh, done more in like a, you can do it in, for six months or three months. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, so there's, and there's so many other subscriptions out there for all sorts of interests. So even if you have a friend who's not necessarily a pen nerd yep, <laughs> or an art supply nerd, um, <laughs> there's, you know, there's tons of subscriptions. But um, I happen to have one of the art snacks boxes at work the other day and people had never seen anything like that and were just fascinated. And they're like, really? You can just get like pens in the mail? Mm-hmm. And I'm like... Yeah, how have how do you people have not ever seen this before? <laughs> and they're like, I didn't know about this is a great idea. And I'm like, okay, clearly, clearly this information has not gotten around as as much as it should have. You know, so it's like I I was tickled that I got to share this with people and how excited they were to see this. So I think for as much as we all know about all of this stuff, mm-hmm. not everybody else does. And so you know, maybe, you know, a friend or a family member would really enjoy a field note subscription that you wouldn't expect, you know, um, exactly or, right. or a Baron Fig subscription or a write notepads or any of these other things where they're like, hey, it's, it would be great to have a pile of note notebooks, you know, so I could just grab one and go, you know, we love them because we're, you know, we geek out about them, but somebody else might just like to have, you know, hey, I got a package in the mail and it was full of cool stuff. Yep. And like you said, it's the gift that, you know, keeps on giving, you know, whether it's three months, six months, a year, anything like that. I always, since I'm a subscriber to so many of these, I always ask for a coffee subscription every year. That's like, that's my, that's my sub thing because I I just think the subscription services, while there's a lot and there's a lot to go through and a lot to determine, you know, what's your best fit. They're just cool to get mail. We love getting mail (laughs) and I'm just super, super, um, 
interested in like what all of these companies are doing for their subscriptions because they do something extra for you, right? They're um they're not the traditional stuff that you can just go onto the site and buy. They they do more in general um and and make you feel like you're getting a little something extra for that for that sub. I yeah. think it's great. I mean, imagine how excited your dad or your mom would have been to get a field notes with her name on it. Yeah. You know, Super and cool. I mean, it's not something that, that, you know, they would have known what a big deal it was, but how excited they just would have been to have their name on a notebook. Yep. You know, I just think it would have been cool. But, and I'm going to, I'm going to be a jerk and pimp myself. <laughs> Heck no. Heck no. Do it. Um, you, so, you, know, you know, I, you know, I pimp some of your goods in, in my Instagram. Um, I saw that the other day. Thank I, you very much. Oh, I, oh, you don't thank me. I use the stuff. It's not like I'm doing it to uh, say, Hey, let me pimp on it today. I, it's because I use the stuff because it's good. So go for thank it. Thank you. Um, I do have a, a little shop. Um, there's a link on the side of my page, but we'll put it in the show notes. Um, but I have a big cartel shop where I have notepads and some rubber stamps and a few other odds and ends. And um, Skylab Letterpress also has a shop with posters and um, coasters and some stuff. And we'll put that in the show notes too. And it's amazing stuff. And um, the the pads that I use, I won't uh, say the name because Michael will have to bleep me out. Um, my <laughs> kids um, repeatedly tell my wife, do you know what that? pad on daddy's desk says she's like yeah i know sorry <laughs> and I'm, no and i'm like yeah and i'm gonna keep using it and that's what i keep telling that's what i keep telling them it's great it's, it's the so notepad good. you get to keep at the office that's right that's right so my pick and one more thing and this is on uh my list which we're actually going to talk about in a minute uh the revenge of analog by david Sachs. it's a new book that's just hit uh, very timely for the holidays, very timely for uh, lots of reasons. And I've only heard good things about it so far. And apparently our friends Patrick Roan and Mike Rohde were interviewed in this book. So they have uh, some uh, some tidbits, their, their name dropped in there. That's our famous friends um, that we can... Uh, that we can see in that book. So I imagine that's going to be a popular one uh, among our circles this year. And um, it's something that I'm going to get. I could go ahead and buy the Kindle edition of this book, but that just seems so wrong. The book is called Revenge of Analog by the hardback, <laughs> by, by, the, by the real paper book, right? That, yes. that would be wrong to buy the Kindle version of it. I just added it to my Amazon cart. Yep, yep. So I will probably get that. Um, I'm, that might be one of those. I don't know if I can wait to ask for that one. That one might be one where I get in trouble and just buy it for myself. Um, speaking of which, what's on your wish list for the holidays? We've covered, we've covered the gift guide for everybody else. We've talked about pens and inks and papers and all these cool things that you can get. What about Anna? Well, I kind of recently got a wild hair. I think I want to get a Pilot Custom 912 with a Waverly nib. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Kind of got an itch. (laughs) Yeah, that that could be cool. I I could see you uh, enjoying that. Um, Enjoying that very much. Um, How about you? What's on your list? You know, I... I never end up with... And we've talked about this probably every show we've done. It's like I never asked... for pens and paper from like family and like just general gifts, but like something for myself. I've been, I've kind of been eyeballing that, um, bung box sailor, the witch one. Um, I forget the official name of it. It's a, 
kind of uh, Ink of the Witch. Ink of the Witch, yeah. Um, it looks kind of cool. I've kind of sailored myself out recently. <laughs> I've gotten a bunch of sailors. Um, you know, gosh, what else am I looking forward to? Um, there's so much stuff. You know, I, I, uh, since I like the, the Japanese goods so much, I was going to put this for a fountain pen pick, but, um, Iboya makes beautiful ebonites. If you like really want to stretch and branch out, um, that's a cool pen. That's something like I could ask for for me, but it's really kind of high end and very expensive. Um, Honestly, a few of these things that we've talked about are on my wish list, like the Baron Fig pencils. Like, I'm going to get those. Um, things like that. So, I'm pretty good on things, you know, for, for now. You know, the Baron Fig pencils, the Sailor inks, those are stuff I haven't bought yet. Those are kind of things that would be on my wish list right now. No big purchase, I guess you could say, for this year for me. Oh, yeah. Um, Santa Claus, my Visa card is, is what would get me the pilot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. So on Mike's wish list, um he requests a new boiler and more plumbers for his house. <laughs> oh, poor <laughs> poor man. His he, Christmas uh, is and he requests uh the Money Pit DVD, which um <laughs> is all about the wonderful joys of home ownership. <laughs> so um you know I'm if, thinking he might need um warm blankets and some big fuzzy slippers to keep him warm through this winter. Yeah, and a and a cocktail to uh to yeah. calm him down. So uh uh we'll we'll take care of him for these these holidays. So we wish Mike all the best in getting his new flat up to speed and uh hopefully he will be back uh next week. And Anna, I thank you so much for Thanks so much for having me. Joining me. We'll, we'll do this every year and we'll obviously have you on betwixt and between in other episodes to talk about all kinds of fun stuff. So in the interim, till you're back on this show again, tell everyone where they can find you on the internet. You can always find me on wellappointeddesk.com and everywhere else as well, A-P-P-T, desk. That's it. That's it. An art supply posse. Add it to your podcast listener of choice. It's awesome. Thank you. Do it. Well, thanks again, Anna. And thanks to all of our listeners. And if you have any questions, want to reach out, um, you can find me on Twitter at Dowdyism, D-O-W-D-Y-I-S-M. I'm on Instagram, which I love, at Pen Addict. And you can find all my goings on at penaddict.com. Thanks again. Thanks to our sponsors, Harry's. And until next time, say goodbye, Anna. Goodbye, Anna. Say goodbye, Brad. Goodbye, Brad. <laughs>